definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. It's your Monday morning therapy or celebration station yeah. here. It's going to depend on what you're rooting for. So we welcome you into the end of the bench here on 100.7 The Score, 100.7thescore.com. I am Jeff Haxton with my partner David Collier and Lucas White is across the way. All bundled up. He looks like a cold little boy in there with his hoodie on as we... Uh, we're going to have at least a, a stab at having a good time here. It is a Music Monday. We'll take you through our uh, tunes today. Uh, we're going to have, a, I'm sure, a busy chat line today as well. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys uh, shoot every one of their toes off. And, uh, my gosh. I mean, you know what it reminded me a little bit of? is um, I think any given Sunday is... Um, a little bit underrated. It's not a great movie. It's probably not a good movie. But it still has some really good action sequences. The uniforms are a little ridiculous. But it does kind of capture the spirit of the NFL and how tough it is to succeed in the NFL. Mostly for the from the players' perspective on how hard it is on their bodies. But there's a time there where... Uh, is it Camaron on Diaz? She's the owner, right, mm-hmm. of the... Was it the Miami franchise or the Dallas franchise? Oh, that I don't remember. Okay. She's the owner of one of those two franchises. And they've got it all set up and uh, steaming Willie Beam and he's doing his thing and they're winning games. And then all of a sudden, pick six. All of a sudden, fumble the football. All of a sudden, a freak rainstorm. I don't know. It was just, and they were all kind of looking around like, oh, this is getting out of control. This is out of our control. What are we going to do? Well, we're up here in the box. They're down there screwing it all up and ending our season where we thought we were actually going to make a run to at least the NFC Championship game. And now we are throwing it to the other side, not uh, covering anyone, not getting any pass rush, not having any kind of semblance of anything good. And the Packers abused the Cowboys 48-32, and it wasn't that close. No. That's the funny thing throughout the broadcast from the beginning. It was like, the Cowboys averaged 37 points a game at home. The Cowboys averaged 30. They had 32. It's not like that was bad. We just forgot about the whole defense part. And uh, and clearly, Dak had something to do with the, the 48 points put on the board by the Green Bay Packers. But you kind of forgot about the other team. It's like, uh, it's all about the Cowboys until, until it ain't. Then, every time I looked up, Jordan Love was making plays. And... I was kind of wowed, to be honest, because, you know, my son and I are sitting there and he would love to be a quarterback. I don't think he ever will. But uh, she wants to be an astronaut one day. I don't think she can do it. Um, He would be running one way, stop, kind of let his his, uh, momentum die down and then throw a dart back across his body to a crossing receiver who was wide open. Now, maybe Jordan Love was looking extra good because of those receivers running wide open, but... Green Bay was able to to rush the football, and all I can say is, uh, I, I I don't want to just say all these problems all year long for the Cowboys because they didn't have a ton of problems, but I look at Tony Pollard as a B or a C or a two or a three, 
and he's your number one running back. You can't line up and rush the football. You're going to be in trouble when it counts. Sunday is clearly when it counted. Saturday, whenever they played. Um, and they don't have that. They just don't have that ability, and it's it's not uh, it's not there. And if this were to be played in Green Bay, it would have been worse. If this would have been played in a colder climate against a good, let's say if they had played the Bills, it would have been worse. Um, just there's they covered up so many holes because they played so well on a track that AT&T stadium against again, a plethora of bad teams in this, in this schedule, you're going to have your chance to beat up on bad teams. They always take advantage of that. But when it comes to anybody that has a pulse, look out. I will say this. I think green Bay does have a good quarterback. I've been able to, I watch red zone. Unlike the guy that sits in the seat before me, Chuck locks in on one game and watches it at a time. I I do a lot of red zone, so I know I'm watching the highlights of everything. When but, I had red zone, I loved it. Yeah, but I've seen Jordan Love quite a bit, and the funny thing is, is he he kind of epitomizes your back foot Bowman. Only he has a little more mustard on the ball whenever he throws it, and he he looks looks the part, and he has a good majority of the year. And another difference, you brought it up there. Uh, Aaron Jones is good when he's healthy. I mean, I think that's five straight 100-yard games for him. Guy that played at UTEP from this state and comes home and gets to uh, show Jerry maybe maybe this would have been a good number one a few years ago. I know he had Zeke back then, but there's got to be that motivation for Aaron Jones coming back and doing what he did. That You got a good running back, you got a good quarterback, and probably a better duo there than what uh, the Cowboys do, at least in those two positions. We'll we'll definitely be getting into Texas Tech basketball and what uh, has been an unbelievable start to the season. You're now in the top 25, ranked 24th. Um, That is certainly the most important thing to my son. Are we ranked? Are we ranked? Are we ranked? Are we ranked? Yes, son, we're ranked. Uh, But this team is now 14 and two and three and zero in conference play. And I'm not going to dive into anything deep here because we're getting already close to the break. But I want to say this: Grant McCaslin taking time to appreciate Mike Neal as the athletic trainer and give him his due tells me a, a lot. And I'm, I'm starting to learn more and more about Grant, but I can tell you that doesn't happen very many places where it's kind of like, Hey, we're just going to talk about the game and what happened in the game. And it's the game and it's the game and it's the game. Well, there's a million other games going on outside the game that you see on the floor. And so many times, you're going to have guys that are beyond dinged up. They're hurt. And, you know, they they even go as far as to do this. It was really cool. It was a side-by-side of Grant McCaslin talking about Mike Neal and then Mike celebrating with the players that uh, he helps keep healthy. Uh, Brian Simpson is one of the – he's got the, one of the biggest hearts and is one of the most brilliant people that I've been, ever been around, the, the athletic trainer for baseball. Uh, Mike Neal is the second athletic trainer that I've known here who's been through three coaches. So the guy loves Texas Tech. He could have gone to Texas. He could have gone to Ole Miss. He could have gone a lot of places. He's stuck here, and thank God, because he is so good at his job. He's a former player, so he knows how they're feeling. (laughs) I love it, too. When When Pop gets dead legged in the arm, I said, during the broadcast, I was like, it's got to be a funny bone. Yeah. We got to a break. 
and there's it's so loud in there anyway you have to kind of enunciate without talking you know mm -hmm. i go is that a funny bone he's like yeah funny bone. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i love mike and i'm glad these guys get there too mike over at football too mike rodriguez is tremendous I love all these guys because they, they they care deeply about the sports that they cover and the athletes that they take care of. And that's it. and every now and then, they take care of the broadcasters, too. I can't tell you how many times that's happened. So I'm thrilled for them. We'll uh, get to some headlines. We'll get to the breakdown of the game and what I saw courtside and uh, much, much more here on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. All right, let's give you the finals from the playoff games that we've had so far. Houston 45, Cleveland 14, Kansas City 26, Miami 7, Green Bay 48, Dallas 32, Detroit 24, Rams 23. What a great game to wrap up the slate for the weekend. And now... We, uh, in just a few hours, will have playoff football because of crazy weather, Northeast, getting pushed to 3.30 today. Is that the right time? 3.30? 3.30, yeah. Okay, good. Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Uh, Buffalo 11-6, and six, Pittsburgh 10-7. and seven. And uh, Philly and Tampa Bay. Now, that was an original, originally scheduled game. 7-15, Tampa Bay hosting Philadelphia for the final two spots in the playoffs and to get to play the guys with the buys, which is the 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. Tex Tech men's basketball wins by one. Lady Raider basketball loses by several. This was over the weekend. Lady Raider basketball next Wednesday at home with Iowa State. Tech men's basketball next road with Houston. Uh, will uh, there be firings? Will there be nothing? Who knows with the Dallas Cowboys, but we'll keep you up to date as those uh, headlines bounce through. Um, this is um, maybe an under the radar huge move involving the Big 12 Conference and the future of his football. Washington takes away Jed Fish, and I said, yes! Huge. Huge. This guy can flat out coach. I feel comfortable saying that. The Arizona team that he had this year, at the start of the year, there were no expectations. Eh, I mean, maybe middle of the road. Not terrible, not good, right? Yeah. But he made them really good. And now he is the next coach for the Washington Huskies. And so Arizona will have to make a new coaching hire. Now, this all happened because Kalen DeBoer goes to Miami or Alabama. And so now... They've got Coach Fish up at Washington. Wish him the best of luck, but I was not looking forward to dealing with him. Uh, it it probably stinks for the Big Twelve strength wise, but I'm trying to wean exactly. But for the Oklahoma <laughs> States, the, I saw something out there that basically said uh, it listed like four schools as P 
people that were going to benefit from him leaving. And nowhere was Oklahoma State or Texas Tech listed on that list. It was like Kansas, Kansas State. And then I don't even remember who the others were. And I'm like, what are we talking about here? You got you got the guys with, uh, you know, we talk plenty about Oklahoma State, but a pretty good uh, group coming back. You got Texas Tech riding high with what they were able to do at the end and feeling good about the recruiting classes and whatnot. And not, even, not a nary uh, listing of either one of those two teams. But, yeah, I mean – you know, I joking, we jokingly have predictions in the sports office, our bold prediction board. And I had Arizona and Utah playing for the Big 12 championship back in November of last year. That I posted it up there, the orange post-it note that uh, now it turned much bolder, in my opinion. It's a lot more bold now than it was whenever I put it up in November. Sure. Yeah, well, because you have to – we'll see how much you start over, but a lot of times you got to start all the way over. Well, who's to say they're – that freshman ridiculous quarterback doesn't because uh, Will follow Rogers, him. yeah, follow him because Will Rogers decommitted from Washington over the uh, weekend because he he had transferred there. Well, I think that's I think I don't think he's good enough. I don't think play. he is he's either. Not good enough to play up there. Jalen Milrow even hopped in the portal over the weekend. Alabama's quarterback, so he either didn't want to start anew or was told. Find a new home, one of the two. As one of the top five. Yeah. Heisman. Heisman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a crazy world. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I need some people's help here. Did you um, Did you have a good angle at the football player's dunk contest at the half? I was, I was back behind you at the other end, so not a great angle. I could see it better than you because all of the players were probably blocking I, your view. I didn't see one dunk. I was doing an interview for a sponsor and had to pay attention there, and so all I could hear was the noise that it was creating. I did look up, and I'll say this. Taj Brooks is built like a toaster. Yes. <laughs> you know, from where I was sitting, Caleb Rogers didn't look like an offensive lineman. I had to wait till the end. I was like, who is that? And then they announced him as he was walking off. The lower know. half of Taj Brooks yeah. is intimidating sitting 20 yards away from him. Um, just thinking about like, hey, just all right, now put it in your mind that you have to go and and fill in a gap and try yeah. to stop that guy. No wonder he had the most broken tackles in yeah. college football. I mean, he is. It was like shocking. Yeah, it was. It was. They were very loud. I'll, I'll, I'll give. Oh Caleb my Rogers gosh, they were loud. I I couldn't understand Caleb half the time. I know Marcus Ramon Edwards was in there and he dunked over a couple of people, but I think the guy that probably at the end stole the show would be Will Burns, right? He threw it behind his back and then caught it and dunked it. Will Burns, three sports star. Well, I could have told you this. I I've seen Will in athletic feats that have blown my mind just like he's a guy that um he's always working out in the hotel for one thing and and you know the less you play okay the more you hotel work out or if you're a pitcher you're always working out if you're done with your outing then the next day you're going to work out if you're not going to pitch that weekend then you're going to work out so the less you play, the more you hotel workout. So I would see him all the time. And I, I would pause for 10, 15 seconds to see what he was pulling off because he always had a jump rope going. He always had some kind of whoosh, 
you know, I mean, I was like, this guy's a freak athlete, <laughs> dude. He is a freak athlete. And when I saw him with a basketball, I was like, this guy's going to put on a show. Not quite Mac McClung, but it was uh, it was interesting. Well, who's Mac McClung? I mean, I know, I know. I'm just there's nobody that's Mac <laughs> McClung. He's he's a in freak. his own class. Yeah. No, that was it was nice. I it was it got to the point there were a couple of dunks where you're like, okay, next one that makes it, you got to shut it down because they're you know inevitably in any dunk contest. They'd still be out there that, doing a dunk contest. Yeah, if they could have. Yeah, they got to about the five minute mark, and you could say, okay, we got to make one more dunk, and then we're out. But uh, yeah, no, that was. It kept, it kept us uh, entertained during the half, that's for sure. And uh, we needed that at halftime. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we needed that at halftime after that first half and that 20-0 run. So, I kept seeing on social media, 17-0 run, 17-0 run. I was like, well, you guys should have waited because now it's 20-0. You haven't scored for seven minutes. You can't throw it in the ocean. They look like some form of Lakers slash Celtics in the 80s. Um, just pouring shot after shot after shot in. And you're like, at that point, you're like, well, we're going to have to rely on some USA magic here in the second half to get that done. And it turns out that's exactly what you needed. You um, come out in the second half, and, and thankfully, I think it was big, and I think it was Warren Washington who got a touch on a design play right out the shoot of the second half and at least put the ball in the hole. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, now we begin our 19 minutes and 20 seconds battle to try and get back and get this thing equalized and maybe get a W. But um, I was, I mean, I've certainly been a part of games in there that are, over juiced, just crazy with intensity. And it man, it was amazing. And maybe it's because we've had kind of just eh, yawners, you know. We've had ORU and Omaha and, and then even our conference game was Oklahoma State, who's just pitiful. Um the I thought the energy in the place was tremendous. No, it was, and it's. I think that's the first time I've sat and watched a basketball game in there, not with a camera on my shoulder, in years. Just an entire game, you know. I'll I'll go sometimes and just watch, but not as a fan. And my wife even she was like, "This that was that was a lot of students, and they were loud, and it was it. I mean, the decimal decibel meter came up like a million times. Sometimes it didn't necessarily work, but uh, the crowd did a." Phenomenal job, and they had plenty to cheer for in the second half. Mm-hmm. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hey, thanks for being with us on a Monday, your therapy and or celebration station. 100.7 The Score. We're in the first United Bank studios. I have to keep this ridiculous beard going because we've won nine straight. Yeah. Better and I started it, that. you know, after the Bahamas. So, you know, off we roll. We continue to roll. You haven't passed me up yet, which is kind of surprising. Yours no, is- there's no way I'm passing you. Right. I'm, I'm not a good beard grower. I'm not necessarily either. I get tired of it, and I I do what you do, but mine takes a little bit longer to to grow back. Got a brush, though, for Christmas, so I got I to gotta at least endure a little longer. Lucas, when are we going to see you with a beard? 
He so can we get one for the wedding? He hasn't shaved for the Bahamas since the Bahamas either. Probably after the wedding, because Casey really wants to see what I look like with the beard. So maybe when I we go on our honeymoon, honeymoon beard, I'll get a, a beard, and when I come back from the honeymoon, I'll have a little, maybe like three little pieces of hair. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the that's the plan. Maybe honeymoon beard. Shoot for What's that. our date again, Lucas? July 27th. Oh, yeah. Nice. Baseball be all wrapped up. Good deal. Did a... Uh, drove drove in for a, a Lubbock wedding. It would have been like... Gosh. 2002, maybe? Anyway, it was still dry. We had, mm-hmm. to, we had to drive out to the, the strip. Was yeah. that what they called it? The yeah. strip? I was like, I could get used to this. Even though you had to make the effort to drive out of town, I could get used to this. This would be all right. Honey, I'll be back. You know, that's the whole thing. Get away for a little while, you know, get away for two, about five hours. It's a in, long ways out there. In most in most I'll instances, back. Yeah, in most instances, instances, though, it seemed like it was the last second. Oh, man, we're all, we need to get we're out, out there. We're, we're, we got to get out there. Before. Let's go. Which meant that you, there was a reason you were out, and whoever was driving there probably shouldn't have been. So, simpler times. Trust me, that wasn't me. I'd... Simpler or more complicated? Well, I guess it depends on who you talk about. I uh, I watched the Melissa gas stations die because Melissa had a big old beer store right outside of McKinney. And you couldn't drink in McKinney back in those days. You couldn't buy it. Yeah. So you drove up to Melissa. And then they, like Lubbock, moved yeah. along and passed laws. And, but um remember staying on the South Loop for a wedding, and uh, now they're divorced. Long, long divorce. So, <laughs> yeah, the old Nazarene church down there. Long. So that means you basically lasted longer than their wedding here in Lubbock, right? You've probably been here longer at this point, maybe. Yeah, yeah. How long uh, have you been here? How long? Yeah, eight years. Eight years. Um, let's <laughs> what? I not, nothing. You laughing at me for being here for no, eight years? No, I'm not laughing at you for. I was I was more referencing the the relationship, the marriage not lasting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's remarried. He's in good shape. Married a a lady that runs a hospital, and he's just rolling in dough. Yeah, so good for him. We had a garage sale last fall and sold my 35-year-old cowboy jacket, just worn under 10 time, now moved on to Kansas City Chiefs because of Patrick Mahomes. Who is Matt Holliday? He's a really good baseball player that played mostly for the Cardinals and Rockies. Totally agree when this team goes to the free throw line, I feel unworried. I think Tech will be ranked at 23 later today. That's from Juan. I bet you know Miss Murder by AFI. Oh, I forgot to listen to that during the commercial break, Bullfighter. I'll have to cue that up and see if I know. I sure hope the Fire McCarthy to hire Quinn was put to rest last night. Fire McCarthy, sure. Quinn doesn't help the Cowboys. Will be Belichick or Harbaugh if they fire McCarthy. Quinn would not result in any change that would be measurable. 
Yeah, you might be right. It did, it certainly what, it did not look it good. Didn't didn't help. It did not. You know, and that's a guy that gets a lot of um, gets a lot of camera time because of the way he acts up in the booth, standing up, hat, bald, uh, you know, into it, rah, rah, football. You know, uh, you can be those kind of things if you're holding teams to 21 points instead of 48. When did they have 21? Like halfway through the second quarter. I think it actually ended up being 20 since they missed an extra point in there, but. But yes, I think I fell asleep during a uh, part of that game too. Not because of the score, just because it was, I think I woke up between 20 and I did. It was just not exciting. I mean, well, yeah. And, and you know, it get, for me, my house, the barometer of bad is when the stupid, um, video game, uh, where the kids shoot each other. Fortnite. Yeah. When Fortnite makes an appearance, you know it's a bad game. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, can I play Fortnite? Sure. We're not missing anything here. They're close friends, and Jera wants to win now. And we how long have we heard that? And thinks he has the talent, and Bill isn't going to go for a rebuild. He had that in New England. Not remotely oil and water, more like oil and gas. Agree with that part of it. Uh, I, I don't know where this list is from, but somebody else, I one of my friends had posted it. Bill Belichick is the favorite, odds-wise, to get the job. Mike Vrabel's 3-1, to one, second, <clears throat> second closest. And I I would imagine this uh, this would be a tough pill to swallow, but if he helps you win. Do you know who Bobby Slowick is? Mm-mm. He is currently the offensive coordinator for the Houston Texans, who are moving on in the playoffs. We haven't even mentioned that. Um the offensive coordinator for the Texans, also a former Washington commander, commander, yeah. So he is a seven to one odds in front mm. of Dan Quinn as well. Three years with twelve in a row, no conference championship game is aided by the seventeen game schedule. Easier to win twelve in this new NFL schedule, so it's not a major shocking stat. Okay, well, how about this? How many? Uh, what, what was Green Bay's seed in the uh, playoffs? Seven? Siete. Six? Six? Whatever they are. I think um, Matt LaFleur mentioned it in the postgame. First ones to ever win that game. So, yeah. You got an extra football game to, to win during the regular season. And the Cowboys obviously won it there because they didn't win any of them in the playoffs to get to 12. So, the point being is the Cowboys still aren't good. I knew the exact amount of time it took to get from home to the strip so I could run through the drive through <laughs> with exactly one minute left before closing time. A skill that is no longer needed in Lubbock, Texas, thankfully. Sometimes you need those skills. Midnight. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Oh, the memes for the Cowboys. They just keep coming and coming and coming. That's unbelievable. Just hilarious. As we welcome you back to hour number three of the end of the bench, you're on 100.7 The Score, 100.7thescore.com. We'll take you up until noon. Don't forget, ask the bench warmers coming up at 1145. <clears throat> David Collier, I have an exercise coming up for you. Oh, boy. 
I'm not trying to be good at exercise. Mm-hmm. Well, this is just going to be easy. You're not going to be huffing and puffing on this. I think even you can handle this one. You ready? Yeah. Are okay. we going right now? Yeah, we're going right now. Okay. Okay. I have the Big 12 standings in front of me for men's basketball. By the way, the rankings come out at noon, I believe is what we've decided. Yeah. I'm going to go through each school, and you're going to give me a one-word adjective to describe said program and its current state. By the way, Texas Tech with by far the longest winning streak at nine. Second longest is Baylor at five. So you can, you know, you know poser, yeah. champ, weak, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever you want to do. Okay, ready? Get a thesaurus We're going to start from the bottom. You okay. want what now? I need a thesaurus. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State at 0-3. Mm, just one word? One word. One word. Weather. Oh, yeah. We'll go with weather. They had two losses. Both aided somewhat by travel issues. They had trouble getting to Lubbock, Texas. I think they still would have lost that no matter what. They had trouble getting to Ames, Iowa. Probably would have lost that, but they're weathering some issues there, not just the weather. Yeah, I mean, if you looked at their timetable landing in Des Moines, that's seen some brutal weather and then trying to get up from Des Moines to Ames day of game. I'm telling you, that trip is hard if it goes perfectly. If you leave Friday for a Saturday game, it's in in your hotel's fine, and it's a hard trip. You you throw trying to get up there day of, oh, brutal. I may tag a few of these um, yeah, with yeah. my opinion. No, I would say Oklahoma State has been forgotten. Yeah, BYU zero and two. 13 and 3 overall and had been in the top 25 all year. Um one word is a tough way to go with these. I'm not good at word association, just an FYI. Uh I guess poser would be a good one. We uh we had questioned if they were this good all along. Now we're seeing the Big 12 rear its ugly head, and maybe uh, maybe it's they're in for a long season. I think that they're probably <laughs> just, you know, doing what everybody else is going to be doing here in the Big 12 for quite some time. The next five teams all have one and two records. West Virginia. Promising for them, if you ask me. The one. fact they won one? Yeah. Promising. Okay. <laughs> Texas, one and two. Uh, one words, man. Person that doesn't like to talk much can't get one word out. That's kind of scary. Um, hacks are killing me. Uh, one word to describe Texas. Who did they beat? They beat on a uh, fortunate would probably be for them to be one and one, right? One and two. One and two. Well, fortunate to have the one win. They hit that on a buzzer beater on the road at Cincinnati. Mm. Fortunate Max to be Aismas, one or two. Yeah, yeah, they could be right there with the Cowboys in the mm-hmm. basement. I'm going to go faulty 
for Texas. Cincinnati one and two. Lucky. Lucky Oklahoma one and two. What was the first loss? The first loss was to uh, that was TCU, and it was. I guess both of them were ugly. Ugly. Beat Iowa State at home. Beat Iowa State at home. Um, Man, you got one for for me, Lucas, to kind of save me drowning here. Uh, Inconsistent. I would go. I, I've said this multiple times leading up to it. I would go streaky. I think they're too streaky to be consistent. Would be so therefore inconsistent. They're just a streaky basketball team that could blow you out, could lose by twenty points. Houston one and two. Uh, Samson. It could go either way. You know, you cut the hair off. They're weak. They're they're in the Big Twelve conference. Conference. So maybe they're Samson. UCF one and one. They're just one and one. They haven't played. Oh, uh, lucky to be that. Yeah, lucky. Lucky. K State two and one. Dang. <laughs> Dang. Dang. <laughs> Was this the King of the Hill version? I know, right? Dang old, dang old, dang, dang, dang old K State. Don't did, just did uh, you, don't foul. Did you see him whenever uh, Joe made that layup? He was standing as far as he could, the closest to midcourt, just giving the walk thing, mm-hmm. and he just continuously did it. He just held it basically until Joe shot his free throws. <laughs> TCU two and one, gangster. Just because. What's his name? Looks like a really bad gangster to me. <laughs> I just see his hair. Iowa State two and one. Um, Iowa State two and one. Probably legit. They're one of my scarier teams. I would say expected. Yeah. Kansas two and one. To pay. Um, <laughs> no, that's sorry. That was just Kansas in general. Um, referees. Referees, yeah, that's probably a safe point. Every <laughs> single time. Two pay or referees? There's transfers. Transfers. Transfers, yeah. Yeah. Texas Tech three and oh. Awesome. Baylor three and oh. Not so awesome. Not so awesome. <laughs> Ex- expected. <laughs> expected. Those two have something in common though. I mean. Yeah. At least Scott Drew's a good dude, right? You like Scott Drew? Seems like a good dude. As Dave Chappelle said in his one of his many skits, I plead the fifth. I watched Dave Chappelle's new special over the weekend. Yeah, what'd you think? Solid. Yeah. The the uh the opening uh He peaked way too early. I, Killing I, them softly was one of the best things that's ever been done on the planet. I went him back to back him and Ricky Gervais, who I've been told I'm a doppelganger for. A little bit. There's a little of that there. If only I was that funny. Yeah. Well, at least you're not we that We can't ir- have the looks. At least you're not funny, that right? irritating. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. 
Hey, get them into 100.7, the Scores mobile app and chat line. Uh, the mobile app on that chat line. Actually, the chat line on the app. The app is presented by Happy State Bank. You can tell we're getting late in the show. Uh, let's see. T3 back Bracketology has a strength of record rank. Purdue is one in this. And let's go through the Big 12. Kansas is four. Houston is five. Baylor is nine. OU is 19. Texas Tech is 21. And TCU is 25. So, strength of record, who you've played, if you played a bunch of patsies or not. So, all that right there. Pretty cool. Um... I am the daddy on the chat line to David Collier, young young David Collier, and um, that's as far as I'm going to put it. If you want to run over to the chat line, be careful. Uh, I see Collier is more of a Ralph Mouth than Arthur Fonzarelli type. Wow. Yeah, I didn't say I, I, I wanted to be cool like the Fonz. At a strip joint in San Antonio, went to the bathroom and Charles Barkley runs over me. I've been run over by Bob Huggins' entourage. But who hasn't? Collier, I'd almost forgiven you for your antics covering the OU Tech game in 2008. Now you pull for Baker Mayfield? Go ahead. I'll let you respond. Well, I I don't know what the antics, uh, my antics were from 2008. I don't... uh... I think I handled reporting my coverage there in Norman uh, as best I could. I don't, I don't know what you speak of, Clay. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, oh, you played for the national title that year and they lost to Florida. So I remember I, uh, I didn't get excited enough for a sweep of Oklahoma State baseball one time. I do. I, I remember you going through that. And I will say this as somebody that mentions this even before I started doing a radio show for you. I think one of my favorite parts about when you call a sporting event, if I just tune in and I hear a play, I have to wait for you to describe, like, say I don't know either team. I can't tell who you're calling it for. And I like that. I understand some people, and you don't get ridiculously excited for a go-ahead bucket by TCU that beats Texas Tech in a game. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if it's an impressive play by somebody on the other team, you get excited mm-hmm. for it. And I appreciate that as somebody that wants to hear you know, somebody be excited about a basketball game. So I... Mm-hmm. That makes me feel good because that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Now I get it if somebody... And I, I know what they're insinuating there. And I don't believe it for a second, considering how much you can't stand well, everybody there. No, I, I that one baffled me because you had beaten them pretty good the first two times, and then on Sunday you were just wearing them out. I mean, it was over by like the fifth inning. So am I supposed to just conjure up all this excitement energy, for a game yeah. that's been over for an hour and a half, two hours? Yeah. No, when that's not it. That's one of my favorite parts of <clears> – <throat> my alma mater going to a different conference. Yeah. Not having to deal Mm -hmm. with that because I get tagged with that in so many ways possible. 
and I'm supposed to apologize for where I went to college. Yeah. And I don't like that part of it. Benchwarmers, if a genie offered you one and one this week for the tech men, do you take it or roll the dice for a chance at two and oh? Uh, I would I would go ahead and chance it. I Dude, would be fine with four and one. I'm hundred percent honest with you. Who do You're we play on Saturday? BYU. Okay. Uh I'm rolling. You're rolling. I'm rolling. Yeah. Well, LJ Cryer's been playing some really bad basketball the last few games. Maybe you die <sighs> continue the struggles for him, get a win on the road there. Uh, I'm at the I ain't scared yeah. point, you know, ain't scared. And uh we're gonna try to win every ball game. And so if if I'm gonna take this comfort route, which we had remember we had all the comforting texts before Texas. If we play close, is it a good thing? Yeah. <laughs> if we play close, is there a good sign? I'm like, dudes, we're we're going down, we're going down there to try to win, and we we think we can win, and I think we can win against Houston. I just do. The fact that they're both newbies, I probably would roll the dice. You know, giving it a little more thought because they're still adjusting to it. But I'll be the uh, safe one here and, and be happy with uh, four and one after this week in Big Twelve play. Oh, I'd still be happy with it, but I'm not just flushing my chance to get no. two bench warmers what is a sport or anything you're good at that you 100 percent think you could beat your co-workers at uh, good at that 100 percent think i could beat my co-workers at. you've probably got a longer list of stuff here hmm a sport uh it used to be racquetball where i no one would have a chance to beat me in this compound yeah. but i have um, been riddled with horrible injuries, so I don't. I don't think there's anything. Uh, period. Nothing. Uh, man, ping pong would be all right at bowling, and I'm kind of okay. You know, if if it was uh, limited to just inside this room here right now, that glass, I would. I would. It's not a sport, but I guess it is. Any any form of running and track, I've got you beat. Oh, by a lot. And I'm I'm not gonna run that long, but I'm not gonna pretend like I'm great at basketball. I think I could dribble by you, but I think you would pr- basically stay in the paint. So I would have to hit something from mm-hmm. the outside. I did a uh, out sprint choice. Yeah, I still that think was I, a long I, time ago. I still think I could win that. Yeah, probably so. Uh, bench warmers start cut these sports video games: NBA Street, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. NCAA football. That's easy to just go backwards. Start the football, bench the street, see a skater. Although I know that skater game was massively popular. I never played it, so I Neither guess I would, I. Ha- I would have to completely cut it. But I would probably give it a shot over NBA Street. And obviously I'm starting NCAA football. Once that comes out, I don't know if... Uh, I don't get much time in front of the Xbox these days, but... That's probably going to consume most of it. How about those Mountaineers from Chuggy Bear? Well, they won one game against Texas, so uh, it is a W. So congratulations, I suppose. Texas getting exposed a little bit. We'll see if they can turn it or not. I would have felt better if Houston would have beat TCU. That from the chat line. Um. Yeah, I'm not at that comparison. This is what we did the game before deal yet. I'm just not. But maybe you're right. 
Just ja tried. Rule, by the way. Forgot to mention it during the break. So ja what, Rule. What was Ja Rule's hit? <clears throat> I, that I don't know. I, But he had hits. He was couple. really popular on... Uh, no, that was Juvenile. I swear Ja Rule like, did like an NBA halftime show. Like, What's love got to do with it? Got to do... Got to yeah. do with it, with it. Is that, yeah? Maybe. Again, if I saw it or, or heard it, then I would know. But tiny individual, tiny man, 5'4". Couldn't have been more than 5'4". Maybe that was Fat Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're searching Ja Rule greatest yes. hits. You know, we're in the final <laughs> two minutes of the show. <laughs> Coming up, it's going to be the bottom line. You'll have uh, Choice, Sneed, and Cleant. What a power trio that is. Our uh, power trio will be back with you tomorrow as uh, it'll be a travel day for us as we'll be headed down to Houston. I've heard rumors of <coughs> Pabados. <gasps> I've already made my order, as a matter of fact. Haxilla excited. Going to be some oysters and all that good stuff. Thanks, David. Had fun. Hey, it's been fun. I'll, I'll work on the word association. Word association, adjectives, thesaurus. Thesauri. Thesauri. Get that done. For Collier, Lucas, I'm Hacks. Bottom line's next. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.